Welcome to the Dr. Swole Nunzi Show. I'm Dr. Swole and this is... Your boy Nunzi. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas, man. Or happy holiday. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, happy life. Hope you're swole and excited. (laughs) Always, man. Glad to have you all here. Everyone's pumped up this time of year. You know, see, I'm pumped up all, every time of year. But some people, this, you know, it's always everyone's a little more cheery, man, which is great. Yo, life hack of the day. (laughs) So, we need a sound effect for <laughs> yeah. that. But, uh, dude, I was, so I read this really interesting book on sales. It's called The Psychology of Selling by Brian Tracy. But he's one of the most famous guys in the kind of business marketing sales niche. And one of the most interesting things I took away from it was he talks about, he really goes into the psychology behind it. Because he says that your success as in selling things or in business is so much predicated on your self-perception. And he brought up a really interesting point of how he trained thousands of people in sales. And ultimately, virtually everyone ended up making an income that was plus or minus $10,000 of what they thought they were worth. So if someone said like, hey, I think I am worth 50000 a year, they would make basically 50K plus minus 10000 a year. If someone said 100K, 100K plus minus 10000 And it's the power of you know, your self-perception, because if you think you're worth 100K, if you're on track to make less, you're going to hustle your ass to make more. And if you're going, you're projecting, you're going way over that, you'll probably take your foot off the pedal. Wow. This is a deep life hack for me, Bill, and coming at a very strange time, because I've battled with this. I've battled with this a lot, with self-worth. You know, it's funny, I think that people, obviously I'm very confident, that's not the question, but I've always devalued myself. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's been an internal, I've spent a lot of time internally reflecting on it. And uh, I think for me, it's like, you know, you, you, you jump when you're ready, you know, and I'm getting, I'm I'm gaining more clarity on why and and ready to, because like, that's just the thing. It's like at the end of the day, it's like you're worth what you say you're worth. And what you have to back it to, right? And that's the thing. It's like I know I'm worth, you know, what what I do for whatever, right? But, you know, this, this is just a great life hack. And I appreciate you bringing it up. It's an interesting timing for myself because it's uh, – and for a lot of people out there because I'm, I'm most people undervalue themselves. Yeah. And then there are some people that overvalue themselves too, to be honest. Like yeah. I, I do believe that as I mean, well. That would be right? a great episode sometime, you know, what – know what, know your worth. It's, it's a great one. I mean, it's – yeah <sighs> – I think that the biggest thing of what you're worth is always to me what comes down into worth necessarily is like I think ultimately like time and experience of the fee- like whatever you're doing and and just commitment to whatever you're doing you know and being able to affect that human in some way mm-hmm. you know? yeah deep so, shit you know deep, man. speaking of deep shit deep. I have been reading the Tao Te Ching oh, oh yo this is like yeah yeah, it's been something that i've been meaning to read for a while and like finally got into it and you know we're gonna we're gonna be going over lots of these concepts over the next few months i'm sure but one of the ones i want to bring up today was a central tenant that the Tao Te Ching talks about which is giving up control Mm -hmm. and not always trying to control everything in your life in the space around you and the people that you're with and this is, this is, I was just, uh, we were just about to get into this off air, but I find this fascinating because 
I like you and I come from such different kind of polar ends of the yeah, spectrum where like I come from a very analytical science-based background where yep. I'm trying to count everything. I'm trying to calculate control and I love controlling everything in my life. You know, like this was always my thing when I was younger where it's like, yep. I just wanted con- like in relationships with my career and all that mm-hmm. and realizing that there's another perspective to it. You know, I could not be more excited, more honored to do this episode. If you guys don't know, quick history on the Tao Te Ching. So it was written 2,000 years ago. This was written before the Bible. This is like some ancient, ancient wisdom. They call this to be one of the wisest books ever written. It's been interpreted by people through centuries on centuries. Tao Te Ching is written by an ancient philosopher named Lao Tzu. And Lao Tzu was around during the war crazy times in early, early China and said, this is not how we do it. And he took an ox and supposedly he went out to this, the middle of nowhere and he wrote the Tao Te Ching. 81 verses to the higher way of living. The Tao meaning the way, the the great way. And it is just, so the version that I am accustomed to was written by Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer. He wrote uh, a, he, he studied the Tao for a year. Every verse he meditated on and he wrote a chapter with his explanation and different sort of, uh, you know, things you can try in your daily living, practices that you can, that you can perform. And it's just one of these books that you, 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 when you read it, you have a new, and, and Wayne's book is perfect because the title is Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. Mm-hmm. It's simply changing the way you look at things and the things that you look at will change. And great teachings, many great teachings come from the Tao. Many great lines come from the Tao. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step is from the Tao. The man who speaks do not know, the ones who know do not speak. You know, like very, like, like famous quotes come from this book and teachings, but one of the great teachings that you talked about mm. is this concept of non-interference, non-interfering with life itself, because life is just a happening. It's not in your control. You don't control anything. All you control is your perception and attitude and experience of the experience itself, but you don't control it. And when you control it is where the suffering becomes, you know? So, and a lot of the, the teachings of like, you know, the, the whole concept of non-interference because the Tao teaches that humans actually should not, we should not be designed to live by rules. And it, he, this is a ruleist, like he, he believes if we all live by our virtues, right? And the vir, the four virtues, there's four of them, right? So mm. he says living by his virtues. Mm. So the first one is a reverence for all of life. And that is like just a deep, profound love for life, mm. a respect for life, no killing. No killing of life, no even killing of animals, right? So a reverence for all of life. The second one is um, honesty, truth. Like everything you speak and do is truthful and honest to who you are and what you say and what you do, right? That's just the truth. That's another virtue. The third virtue is gentleness or kindness, to be kind rather than to be right, right? To always just be kind to everyone you meet and everything you encounter, Mm. And then the fourth is service. How may I serve? Because that is why we're here. We're meant to serve. We're meant to serve humanity. Serve this this world. 
um, so we be served back, right? So those are the virtues. But they talk. He talks about living by those rather than rules, and non-interference. Because think about how much we meddle in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's just like we're always telling people what to do, mm-hmm. how to do this, giving our giving our you know recommendation. After reading the Tao, you know how many times now I just keep my lips shut. Silence is God's voice, man, and non-interfering, allowing people to figure it out. When people come to me for advice and life help. I don't tell them what to do. I listen. I have an open ear. I ask maybe questions to get them to think about it for themselves. And then what do you know? After a conversation, you're like inspired and you know to go and be different, right? But you have to just allow people to get to where they need to be without interfering and out control. Can't control. Yeah. And another aspect of this, which I think will provide value to a lot of people, is you know letting when when you let go of trying to control the situation and you like let you realize that there are things that are just going to happen it alleviates so much anxiety i think yeah. there's so much perceived anxiety that people have like people to a lot of anxiety i think is self-generated where people think like oh i'm stressing about this happening like oh you know my is my plane going to be late i mean if i'm sitting in the airport it's either come, it's going to come when it comes yeah. you know like stressing about it more isn't going to help anything and, 100% you know, letting go of that control is huge. This is deep. You ready? This concept is fascinating to me. Mm. Is why do we control? Why do we need to control things? Right? Like, we, why do we have to control things? Because if we're allowed to control things, we're going to control them so it makes us feel safe. Yeah, it comes right? from an innate, like a, a base instinct for security. For security, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you are trying to protect yourself from internal struggle. And if you can go in and do the inner work and pull out these thorns that maybe are deep inside of you from past traumas or experiences or whatever it may be, and that's why you have to control things and people and certain situations to your liking so they can fit your mold, then uh, then you're going to have a lot of suffering in your life. And the whole book of the Tao teaches to let go. There's so many metaphors to water. Be like water. Flow state. You hear flow state a lot, Bill, and it's about just flowing. You can't grip water. It just comes out of your hands. It's, you know, it's like, be like the palm tree. You bend, don't mm-hmm. break. Just like you go with the flow of life. Great teachings of Buddha are observing. You observe life. You observe it. You're not even in it. You're just observing it and love it and joy. It's all one. It's the great magical dance, Bill. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's the attachment and the control that causes suffering, man. One one great, yeah. you know, like yeah. lesson that or little mission that you guys, you guys can try out today yeah. is that when you're out, maybe you're walking down the street, take a moment to just observe what's around you and just be absorbed by the beauty of it. You know, mm. like walking down the other day, like yesterday, I was just looking at the sunset and just being like, wow, that is such a pink sunset. <laughs> like oh, just man, you're being yeah. in awe of nature and what is. And oh, the man. power of that is it brings together a lot of things. When you just stop and focus on something and just appreciate it, you are ultimately letting go because you are letting go of the up, the controlling mind, the ego, and you are just connecting with the moment and you're appreciating. Chapter six of the Nunzi Nirvana chapters, your relationship to the moment determines the quality of life that you live. 
I understand this concept very deep. Like, this is deep stuff, Bill. There's a book I was reading when you walked in today by Ram Das, a great spiritual teacher. And his book, this is a great mantra for everyone. Remember these three words. Be here now. Be here now. And it goes into great depth about how it's all we have is a moment. Your life is a moment. There's no mm-hmm. past. Everything that happened in the past is a moment. Everything that's going to happen in the future is a moment. So if you're going to live the best, most incredible, most highest enlightened life, then you need to be in the moment. You need to be present with the moment. How may you serve the moment in front of you? Are you appreciating, like, like and the sunset's a great example. Because when you go and catch a sunset, you're like, everything doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. You don't... <laughs> that might have been the best sounding timing of a sound you've ever done. I was so into my speech, and that, that, that took me off. Oh, my God. But, yo, that was well done. That was well done. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, that's what I mean, right? Like, because we, we just take it for granted. We take it all for granted. We forget, and I'll remind you, that this is a temporary experience. Mm-hmm. Everything you're, you're, you you are not, like, if you live in the ego, which is, is a direct fear of death, then you are having a temporary experience. Mm-hmm. But we all get this temporary experience. So it's going by fucking quick, right? You know, and if you don't enjoy the moments, if you're not in the moment and you're thinking about what happened in the past, which is the dumbest thing, or you're not, you're, you're, you're worried about something that's going on in the future, you can't control. If you, you know, there's a, there's a really funny quote. It's like, it makes no sense to worry about the things you can't control because if you can't control them, it makes no sense to worry about them. And it Mm -hmm. makes no sense to stress about the things that you do control because if you do control them, then it makes no sense to worry about them. So there goes everything that there needs to be fucking stressed out about. Because it's like, it's just, it is what it is. It's just be there, be present, be here now. Embrace it. Dude, even better, instead of controlling what's going on around you, ask yourself, what is, what is, what is all this teaching me? Because the universe is just planting lessons in front of you all day. And people see them as problems and obstacles, but a lot of people who are astute and wise will see them as, as puzzle pieces. Okay. I don't want to do this. I want to do this. Oh, okay. I met this person. They inspired me. You know what I mean? It's like, it's all lessons. Why do you think like you go through all the suffering? It's to become enlightened. It's a process of enlightenment. Life is all about shedding the ego, shedding the false identification, mm-hmm. the, the personal self and connecting to the impersonal part, which is divinity, which is infinite spirit, which is love. Connect to the love, man. And yeah. that's what the Tao teaches. The Tao is all about love, non-interference. Let everyone figure it out. Just enjoy it all, man. Yeah, it's letting deep. go of control, you know, being in the moment and and loving, loving and serving. And I'm super excited that we've been getting into this and cracking into the Tao Te Ching. There's yeah, been it's, lots it's, of more content to come, guys. We're wrapping up this one, but it's yeah, stay no, tuned. I, I, I'll tell you this. Like, if you guys want a great book read for the new year, check out Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life by Dr. Wayne Dyer. I, I've only read his version. I know because he even quotes many times in his his own book different different um, excerpts from trans from other yeah. translations, translations, right? Like I think yeah, Alan Watts has one. There's a lot of translations. The Watercourse Way. Um, so, but I just like Wayne Dyer's because I just connect with him well and I think he's a great writer. Brilliant writer. And I also like the little, you know, uh, challenges that he gives you every day to yeah. implement each doubt. Do the doubt. And it's great because a, you know, a lot of people who struggle to read, it's a really cool book that's set up in a way that it's like, it's literally each verse is about three or four pages max. So if you're, if you're a struggled reader, 
this is a really great way to implement a healthy habit and read one verse a day. Because if you can't really read four pages, then I say your priorities are pretty backwards. Yeah. <laughs> so earlier you mentioned this Nunzi Nirvana. Where oh, people find that. You know, Bill. Thank you, thank you for bringing that up. You know what's cool is to be real. You know, I have a lot of time, fun doing all the shades of Nunzi, and I obviously know that like I have like a reputation and I'm known for. Uh, a giant dump truck and a big ass, and I'm grateful for what I've been given, peach land. you know, in Peachland, right? But you know, and I know that that's the content that does well, you know, it's like the viral content. But to be real, man, the content that gives me the most joy, and I can even start crying right now, I'm an emotional guy. Um, and most amount of like passion is like is is my Nunzi Nirvana, mm. and and it, it's kind of funny because, like I said, it just all sort of like. It just happened. It didn't even, like, I didn't think one day, oh, I'm going to start this. I just, like, I was always early on in my Instagram days giving, like, motivational speeches to on stories. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to actually start just making these as videos and post them and call, you know, post them as videos. And they were all just, like, from different topics and whatever. And then, um, you know, as the year passed, I realized I had, like, about 100 different topics and I started to go through all these different topics that I spoke about in these one-minute speeches, and I created the chapters. So the chapters is going to be, I'm going to write one book. I only want to write one book in my life. I'm not going to write this book for a while, but my book will be the Nunzi Nirvana chapters. Nice. And it's still a higher way of living, right? If you're not excited, get excited. That's going to be the title. And, um, but, you know, so the chapters, I'm, I'm testing, I'm, I'm doing them on, I have a YouTube channel for Nunzi Nirvana. I've started one, and it's, uh, they're, like I said, they're 10-minute chats uh, about different concepts to a higher way of living. And then, obviously, on my TikTok and uh, my uh, Instagram, it's just more 60-second enlightenment. So, just different thoughts. and But it's just, I don't even, bro, I, I just don't even think about what I say. It's all God speaking from me. Like, I never, this is not scripted or rehearsed or anything. It's just really from the soul, man. And uh, I think it resonates with a lot of people, so... Thanks yeah. for the plug, man. I love it. Check it out, Nancy Nirvana. Yo, check that out. <laughs> Stay swole. Let's get excited. <laughs>